Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, I Stand Amazed.
In our excitement over newly discovered wonder drugs, we may fail to recognize that Earth's most amazing compound is water. It's all pervasive, and availability is apt to blind us to its absolute necessity to life. A midsummer's water shortage may temporarily make us realize its importance. Earth's total supply of water is estimated at 326 million cubic miles. Only a little over 8 million of those are fresh water. The other 90% is salty. The major portion of that fresh water, 7 million cubic miles of it, is frozen in polar ice caps or glaciers. Another million cubic miles is believed to be trapped underground. Actually, then, human survival depends upon about one one-hundredth of one percent of Earth's total supply of water. More important even than the quantity of water is its dynamic quality. The constant cycle of evaporation, condensation, and precipitation has kept in circulation the same 326 million cubic miles of water found on the earth at creation. Water's real value far exceeds that of gold, platinum, or any jewel. Since more than 70% of the total body weight is water, the daily losses must be replenished by an intake of 5 to 6 pints. Earth's increasing population and spreading industry place terrific demands upon the planet's limited supply of precious fresh water. The wise utilization of that reservoir water is one of the prime challenges facing man today. Water is indispensable to life. The human body, deprived for liquid for a few days, experiences dehydration and a burning thirst. The Lord Jesus Christ used the word water to describe the new life which he offers to all people. When he said, the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. He was speaking to a resident of the Middle East where people are acquainted firsthand with burning heat and the scarcity of water which could spell death. The Lord Jesus Christ emphasized that the new spiritual life that he offered did not provide mere temporary satisfaction. It was forever. So if you know that you are spiritually empty and thirsty, why not receive the Lord Jesus Christ by faith and experience firsthand the new life that cannot be quenched? Listen to this beautiful song as Chuck Grable and Susie Davis sings for us near to the heart of God. Oh, no, I'll 
Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us on the piano this wonderful song, Like a River Glorious.
there was a father and son who were out to sea in a small sailboat on the lookout for turtles, especially the hawk's bill turtles, as their shell sold at that time for a high price. It is used in the manufacture of turtle shell combs, brushes, and many other articles. Soon, they saw one of these turtles clearly visible in the beautiful translucent water. They estimated that its shell would sell for considerably more than $100. So they were very anxious to capture the turtle, but it eluded them, probably hiding under some sunken rock. And all their effort proved to be in vain. They went again the next day and the next, but they saw no more of their wish for prize. At last, the father decided to give up. The young man, however, had more pep and grit and decided to continue the search alone. He told his father that if he stayed at home and the turtle was captured, the father would lose his share of the money it brought. But the father was firm and said, there was no use to keep on. The boy pleaded with his dad, saying, you know, dad, every often the day that you stay home is a day that you would succeed, so you better come. But the old man said no, and he meant no. The boy urged and coaxed, but finally had to go alone, as you might expect. That day he caught the turtle. In triumph, he returned to the little village. The news of the catch had preceded him by means of some other boat which had gotten back before the young turtle hunter. So when he landed his catch on the wharf, quite a number of the villagers were there to see the prize. Among them was the boy's father. Alas, his share of the prize was gone. If he only had gone that morning, but it was too late. Son, why did you take me with you, he asked. Dad, I asked you to go. Yes, but you should have urged me to go, replied the disappointed old fisherman. I did, Dad. You know I did. But why didn't you plead with me, the old man whined. You know I tried as hard as I knew how to get you to go, Father, but you simply wouldn't. But son, wailed the father, you should have made me go. The loss of the prize money was a severe loss to the old man for money did not come so easily in his life. Do you ever stop to think that you are in danger of losing your precious soul? You are facing eternal death, eternal woe, the weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth which the Lord Jesus Christ spoke? Maybe the great white throne judgment you will say, Why? Oh, why didn't my friend ask me to come to Christ? Why did they not urge me? Why didn't they make me come? We urge you to come to Christ today. Trust Him as your Savior. Listen now as Joshua and Stephanie McClellan sing this beautiful song for us entitled, Lord Most High. From the ends of the earth From the depths of the sea, from the heights of the heavens, your name be praised. From the heights of the weak, from the shouts of the strong, from the lips of all people, 
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of Christ, the virgin birth. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore, Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Matthew chapter 1 verse 23, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted as God with us. One of the cardinal doctrines of the Bible, of the Christian faith, is the virgin birth of Lord Jesus Christ. There are some theologians who have rejected the doctrine of the virgin birth of Christ. In rejecting the doctrine of the virgin birth, they are rejecting the plain teaching of God's inerrant, infallible, and preserved word. Some might teach that either Isaiah 7.14 or Matthew 1.23 would be better translated young woman and not the word virgin. And this is absolutely incorrect. The Altoona Bible Church emphatically teaches and believes in the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and of his virgin birth. Part of our doctrinal stance concerning the Lord Jesus Christ reads, 
We believe in the absolute deity of the Lord Jesus Christ, John 1.14, Colossians 1.13-19, and, and His virgin birth, Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to verse 25. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1 to 16 records the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is interesting and important to observe the word, but God occurs 34 times between verse 2 and verse 16. Begot is used with the birth from Isaac to Joseph, the husband of Mary. It's also used in connection with the birth of John the Baptist. The word begot speaks of a natural birth. The word begot means to become a father, one who begot a father. The word begot was used of the father. And if you'll notice, Abraham begot Isaac, and Isaac begot Joseph, or Jesse begot David. David begot Solomon. Ruth's name is mentioned in the genealogy record, Matthew 1, five. But as Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse. But notice it was Boaz who begot Obed. Notice in verse number 16, And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary. This Jacob and Joseph are not the Jacob and Joseph of the book of Genesis, but rather Joseph, the husband of Mary, his father's name was Jacob. Matthew 1.16 further states of whom was born Jesus, who was called the Christ. The word born is the same Greek word which is translated begot, but the word of whom goes back to Mary and not to Joseph. Joseph did not begot the Lord Jesus Christ. The word begot is not there. It's not used in connection with the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why is the word begot missing here? Why does it say that Joseph begot Jesus? Was an oversight? No, remember the word of God is God's inerrant, infallible, and preserved word. No, the word begot is not there because of the virgin birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. The virgin birth of Christ is a very cardinal, very fundamental doctrine of the Bible. Matthew, the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ through Joseph, who is legal, but not his actual physical father. Luke records the genealogy of Mary, who is also in the line in the lineage of David. So through Joseph, you have a legal right to the throne, the line of David through King Solomon. Mary, you have the physical right to the throne, the line of David through his son, Nathan. Read Luke chapter 1, verses 31 through verse number 35. In verse 34, Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Verse 35, And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Because if Joseph begot Jesus, if, and he did not, but if, Involving the nation of Israel, he could not be their king. The line of Jeconiah was a cursed line. Go back and read Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 30. And Joseph was in this line of Jeconiah. Matthew chapter 1, verse number 12. Jesus Christ is the king of the Jews through the line of Joseph, as we said. The legal right to the throne, the physical right through Mary. As both Mary and Joseph were the sons of David, but through different sons. Solomon and Nathan. What does this mean to us today? If the Lord Jesus Christ was the physical son of Joseph, he would be no different than any one of us. He would be born with a sin nature and could not have been our Savior. Christ did not have a sin nature. The Lord Jesus Christ did not sin and he could not have sinned because he was God manifest in human flesh. Second Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us 
who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. To be the Savior and perfect sacrifice required that he was without sin. And yet the Lord Jesus Christ had to be fully man. The virgin birth solved both of these requirements. Christ was born of a woman so as to be fully man, yet he was born as a result of a miraculous intervention of God by means of the Holy Spirit, the result of which that Adam's sin nature was not passed to the Lord Jesus Christ. Does this sound impossible or improbable? Luke chapter 1, verse number 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. So the Lord Jesus Christ is incarnated, fully man, fully God, and he bore the sins of the whole world. He who knew no sin became sin for us. The Lord Jesus Christ did not sin, and he could not have sinned because he was God. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted him, he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but by him. Won't you believe and trust him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late in your life? listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is my